Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello and welcome to the first ever Miss Podcast. A comedy podcast about myths. <laughs> that was very radio professional. That was, thank uh, you. That was good. Um, um, why aren't we hired for, uh, like, BBC Radio? Uh, they're about to find out. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a really fun 45 minutes for you guys. Um, uh, hello, uh, this is uh, obviously Myths, the first ever podcast of Myths. Uh, a podcast where we talk about myths and we do some ranking about myths. Um, Sorry, what's it about? Funnily enough, can I shock you? It's about myths. Oh, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> I was confused. Yeah, it's it's not spelt like myths, though. It's spelt M-I-F-F-S. Oh, like a person saying, oh, a lot of myths. Yeah, it's kind of like myths, but like more fantastical, I imagine. Also, um, hopefully this this podcast will pick up some, you know... Um, some traction. That's very... Oh, very good radio term. I like it. I have it. a dictionary next to me. <laughs> You do. It's, uh, we're sat in your bedroom at the moment. Yeah, uh, it's very, um, very lovely. We're sat in Wimbledon. Uh, we are not in Wimbledon. Uh, like, not like it's cynical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, we're kind of trying to record a podcast here. Do you mind like not flying your balls all around? Uh, um, what was I saying? Something about balls flying around. Oh, that's actually links to the point I was trying to make. Yeah, myths. Because uh, when we start off this podcast, we need to find a really cool name for it. And we thought Miss was a really good name. But then I did a Google search just to make sure it wasn't taken. Uh, it wasn't taken, but um, Google thought it was a lot dirtier than... Uh, yeah, I did you mean <laughs> something else? And showed me a lot of MILF sites, which I, obviously I had to do research on. So, I have uh, to do research. <laughs> Got to find the competition. Yeah. And there was stiff competition. Uh uh, oi oi! I didn't even mean that. Yeah, I know. That's why yeah, I said right. oi oi. We are lads, aren't we, Dan? <laughs> Such lads. So, oh, sorry, we haven't really introduced ourselves. Who are you? Uh, my name is Dan Rhodes. Dan Rhodes, and um, who are you, Dan Rhodes? Well, uh, right now, pretty much nothing. <laughs> Your name is Matt Hoss. I am so. Matt Hoss. So we are Matt and Dan, and we are essentially um, just lonely graduates, really. I was going to say the funniest people in the world, but I think we are kind of different. Yeah, I mean, you can still be both those things simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, but I think it depends what you put in the headline, really, isn't it? Because if you say, like, lonely graduates... Which, uh, which we are. I'm so lonely. <laughs> That's why we're doing this podcast, just to have social interaction, <laughs> isn't it? This is how... It's not for, you know, um, uh, someone mentioned the other day, are you doing a podcast for money? No, 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 no. I wish. No. <laughs> Please donate to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we both graduated, we met at the University of Kent. Yeah, because... Yeah, um, we uh, we both did uh, drama. drama. We uh, did. I technically did drama and joint honours for classics, which oh convenient. Means, yeah, like I I have a somewhat of a degree in this. Uh, I, you say somewhat. You have a legitimate degree. Yeah, it's, it's, in this, but it's only like half of it. If you know half I mean, a degree. Like, half it was in drama as well, which uh, which makes the other half void. So you yeah. essentially have no degree. I'm double un- unemployable. So, because uh, <laughs> I'm just just you did drama. Straight. I just did drama straight. Just straight. <laughs> Just straight drama. But no, we're just interested in, in myths. 
And, uh, and you know a bit about them, obviously, having done a bit of classics. Classics. I just know of them in the general... You're interested. I'm interested, yeah. But I don't know any more than maybe anyone else off the street would know. <laughs> the streets of myths. <laughs> this is what this podcast for, is to you know, get to the common man, you know. It uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we, we've been friends for a while. We've done a couple of projects together. And uh, we, we enjoy just like chatting and working together. Because we're both comedians in some respects. Well, you, in that you are an actual comedian, and I think I'm one. And I think, like, because because uh, we did a sh- well, I started off a, a sketch show company called Hostages, and I- your surname is Hoss, by the way. That I think people need to understand how hilarious that name is. Hostages. Hostages. His surname is is Hoss. Hostages. Dan- so it was like we were Matt's hostages, <laughs> but it's also because his name is Hoss. Hostage. Hostages. That pause was for the standing ovation. <laughs> yeah. Thank Do you think you. they understood? I think they get it. I, th- I think they're sick of this, Evan. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we need to kind of anything uh, else we need to show about ourselves? Uh, I, I do comedy um, uh, pretty regularly. Uh, nearly a full time comedian. I uh, I perform regularly on the circuits in both the uh, in the north and Kent and sometimes in London. Um, and uh, yeah, and Dan is a uh, comedy writer, I suppose. Yeah, I just got back from travelling. Yeah, had two years abroad, had a lot of fun. Uh, now I'm back, moved to London, Wimbledon. Yeah, don't uh, know why I said it like someone not from Wimbledon. Um, yeah. yeah, now and then this is just a nice little project to get together. Yeah, and Let's do some myths. We, we've been p- planning to work on a project for a while, and this is uh, something we both really enjoy. So, uh, and hopefully, you guys are going to enjoy it as well. Yeah. Um, it's worth mentioning that the format of today, and you, Matt, you'll be reading out the myth today. Yes. Um, we'll each bring in a myth kind of each episode. Today's Matt. We figured he should start, seeing as he actually knows half the thing about classics. Yeah. Um, we're going to bring in a myth. Uh, not too long. Just one you may have heard of, one you may not have, from Roman, God, Norse, doesn't matter. Yeah, we do a large selection of myths. Uh, and... And a- from ancient civilizations. We're not going to be yes. doing anything too modern. Yeah. Um, uh, mostly uh, ancient religions. Old civilizations, old stories, and... Uh, uh, basically, it's, it's a way for, for you to kind of learn a bit about the subject and also have a bit of fun as well. It's, it's, it's not really like an information thing, but uh, unless you want to, unless your revision notes are full of like uh, knob jokes. Yeah. But, yeah. Most of the time, they'll be learning these myths for the first time, just as we are. We don't really yeah. read the myths before. <laughs> Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, so we, we're going to read out uh, a single myth every single week. Should we crack on, Dan? Let's crack on. Yeah, so welcome to Myths. Okay, so this is the meat of the episode, and we're going to be reading out our first ever myth for you today. Yes, uh, and it's one you've brought in with Matt. Uh, it's one I please, brought. Uh, please explain. It's something very dear to my heart, and I remember reading this in primary school. It's my first ever myth I read, and I was infatuated with it. And it is, it, I was, we thought we'd go for quite a famous one. It was Theseus and the Minotaur today. Oh, I uh, have heard of that. And that'll probably be in the, the title of the episode. So people, we've built up suspense. <laughs> For it just to be, it's in the title, mate. Yeah. But yeah, this is Theseus and the Minotaur, and it's quite a common one, but um, we'll start reading out the myth. Uh, this myth we found it on, it's on the Myths and Legends website, and I don't think it's for adults. Yeah, I think. Uh, probably, probably a good thing. Because, uh, yeah, if I've learned anything from all the MILF sites. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is Theseus and the Minotaur. So I'll read it out, uh, and here we go. King Minos of Crete was a powerful man feared by the rulers of the lands around him. When he demanded goods or men for his great armies, they felt they had to agree. When he demanded that they send tributes to honour him, they sent him without question. It was the only way they could stop him going to war with them. But his demands on Athens became too much for them to bear. King Minos had a great palace built for him. 
Inside this palace, Minos had a giant maze, a labyrinth, and at the centre of the maze, he kept a terrifying creature. The Minotaur. It was actually Dan Rhodes. Oh, uh, that, sorry. So that's your origin. That's your backstory, isn't it? Dan? Yeah, it you, is. I'm actually. I used to be a Minotaur. You do have hairy legs. I no, do. Yeah. Um, how has it been, half man, half bull? Uh, difficult. How so? Is, do you get a lot of, like it's a lot of like hatred towards you? Is it hard to kind of fit? In? Um, yeah, people people are quite ballist. Bit what? Sorry. Ballist. Racist towards oh, balls. Oh, uh, I said ballsist. Also, I'm I'm assuming that the minotaur is what I think a minotaur is, and half man, half ball. They yeah. haven't actually mentioned yet. They just know that oh, this lives in a maze in yeah. the middle of someone's palace. Yeah. Well, it actually says in the next line, "This is no ordinary animal. It was a monster, half man and half bull." Okay, good. Go, it was being awkward if I assumed it was the minotaur I yeah. thought it was, and it turned out to be something else. Tor. Yeah, minotaur. Wait, the labyrinth is inside his palace. Yes, yeah, below his palace. It's like. You know, you know, it's at least like human central heat and quite warm, isn't it? Wow. Are you shocked? I love how people just, yeah, I've got a four bed. Uh, <laughs> Imagine like upstairs, MTV. Yeah, upstairs, downstairs, bathroom. Um, it's got an on, the master bedroom has an ensuite. Oh, um, it has a giant labyrinth yeah. in its basement with a crazy <laughs> minotaur. Do you know what's happened? Because like King Minus had like, he's... He's gone around to one of his like middle-aged friends' palaces, and it's like, oh, have you seen? Oh, John's got a jacuzzi in his uh, in his palace. And he's like, right, fuck you, John. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and build a labyrinth and in my thing. You know, it's like, so you're trying to show off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. The Minotaur was powerful and savage, and it loved to eat the flesh of the humans who had been shut into the labyrinth by King Minos. Uh, would have been better if you had a jacuzzi. Uh, they would wander through the maze completely lost until at last they came face to face with the Minotaur. I love this comment. Not a great way to die, really. Like, I like how they put that in. Like, thank you. <laughs> uh, FYI, not a great way to die. Yeah, having so, your flesh ripped off by I a man-eating minotaur. I would have been thrilled to be eaten like that because you were like, oh, being killed by. I've been starstruck. Oh, being killed by the minotaur. Yeah. Really lovely. Um, also, it says that King Minus shut people in his labyrinth, and that, that's a bit, bit harsh. <laughs> well, I, I think he's trying to feed the minotaur because um, we'll find out later. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, the thing is, he, uh, I believe it's a kind of a feeding thing, because uh, uh, he gets a um, tribute from Athens, and he says, As for Athens, Minos demanded that every year the king send him seven young men and seven young women. Uh, so that's 14 every seven years. Uh, that good maths. <laughs> guys, you're going to learn a lot. <laughs> and do you know what the worst thing about that? I had to just like, double-check in my head before yeah, I said seven it. Seven plus seven, fourteen. Yeah, it's fourteen. There's a reason why I did drama and classics. <laughs> seven young men and seven young women every year. But that's every seven years, right? And like, if you would like that tribute, how awkward would it be though? If you were like the, like the seventh like woman or man, like you've had seven years at the palace, and you were like any day now you're gonna be eaten. If you know what I mean, and also. Does the Minotaur only once a year? Uh, 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 twice a year. Sorry, bad mass. <laughs> Wait, no, no, it says, as for Athens, Minus demanded that every year the king send him seven young men and seven young women. So he gets 14 every year. Oh, is it every year? Yeah, look. Oh, see here it says every year. Oh, no. So that means that it's every year. Really bad. And we know that because it says every year. Oh, Dan, should we, uh, we should start the episode again. <laughs> I fucked up everyone. <laughs> Why don't you just read it like it? Because I'm trying to be more theatrical, Dan. Okay. So Theseus asks, Why do we send these young people to Crete every year? And why is it that none of them ever return? And the king of Athens replies, because if we did not send them, 
Minos would wage war on us, and it is a war that we would not win, said King Aegeus. King Aegeus, remember that name. King Aegeus, remembered that name. It's spelled like Aegeus. <laughs> that's like all, all kind of mythical spelling. You have to just put a random emphasis at uh, uh, Aegeus, or, yeah, or Penelope, or... <laughs> Yeah, that famous hardcore name, <laughs> oh, Penelope. Dan, I'm working on the fly here. That's why I can't do maths or read sentences. Sorry, continue what King Aegeus was saying. Uh, and they do not return because they do not go to Crete as slaves. They go as food for the Minotaur. Father, this is terrible, shouted Theseus, who is from Birmingham. We, we can't let this go on. Uh, he's not from Birmingham. <laughs> we cannot sacrifice any more of our young citizens to, to this tyrant. When it is time to send the next tribute, I will go as one of them, and I vow that it is the last time the Minotaur will be fed with the flesh of any of our people. By which means he's going to turn the Minotaur vegan, and he's going to try and get it to be self-sustaining. I also love this casual conversation they're having between father and son. Dad, why do seven boys and seven girls have to go to Crete every year? Oh, <laughs> funny you should ask, son. It's because the <laughs> King Minus uh, feeds them to his god unwielding creature the minotaur that he has <laughs> conveniently in a giant labyrinth hidden under his palace it's like cool dad thanks. anyway yeah, <laughs> go to school <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. try as he might his father could not persuade him to change his mind Aegeus remember that name reminded him that every year other young men would, uh, had sworn to slay this terrible beast and they had never been seen again Theseus insisted that he understood the dangers but would not succeed I will return to you, father, cried Theseus, at, as his ship left the harbour wall, and you will be proud of your son. He's quite, he's jumped onto that quite fast as well. Yeah, so his dad said, oh, FYI, every boy that goes there of the seven every year always says they're going to kill the Minotaur, and they never do. And he's instantly like, I will, I will, dad, watch me, watch me, I will. But he said that, he's kind of like, Theseus, it's kind of stupid, he kind of turns his back and goes, obviously you're not going to slay the Minotaur and when he has his back turn he's like already on the ship he's like see ya <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh Jesus um, then I wish you good luck my son cried his father I shall keep watch for you every day if you are successful take down these black sails and replace them with white ones that way I will know you are coming home safe to me uh, why are the sails not white anyway because who just naturally has black sails it's like a wash day, if you know what I mean. Like, uh, it's like, oh, I need to... It was a whitewash. And yeah, that, yeah, and there's like, oh, laundry day. Also, I'm assuming he just happens to have white sails with him. Yeah. Oh, uh, if you don't mind, after you kill the Minotaur, <laughs> which, by the way, you won't, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, just uh, just remove the sail. And also, it's a beautiful thing about Mirrors where everything's so grandiose. Why is he even bothering, like, change the sails so I know you've done it? Why doesn't he just wait until he gets here <laughs> and then just says, oh, by the way... Oh. Or, or doesn't get here, we assume. <laughs> yeah, because if he's only told his son this, like, like, what if, like, he had died, but the sailors just had white sails on the back and with oh, fucking cracking, lad. Yeah, he's done it. Oh, Runs down to the beach. Yeah. Oh, shit. He's been eaten. But then, like, because we know how this ends, right? Cause no. We don't know how this ends. And uh, why doesn't this you send him a text and said, you know, just be like, hi, Dad, on my way home. Catch it, catch it you later. Uh, yeah, it just seems very grandiose. Please swap your sails so I know whether you have succeeded. Why don't you, Dad? Just calm down. I, for, for starters, if I'm on my way back home, I probably succeeded. Yeah. It sounds like no one's ever gone in and out. You only said it yourself literally yeah. five to thirty seconds ago, Dad. <laughs> and secondly, it's a lot of effort to move some sails. Can't you just wait? And by the time you see him on the horizon, yeah. it's not going to be that long until he arrives on the um, beach and gets off his boat and says, hey... It's like, what, tops an hour? 
Top tops an hour. Yeah. But, and if there's one thing you're an expert on, it's the average speed <laughs> of an Aegean <laughs> sailboat. That's my actual degree title. Uh, it's not actually a degree in drama class. It's uh, Aegean speedboat <laughs> professional. Uh, anyway. <laughs> As the ship docked in Crete, King Minos himself came down to inspect the prisoners from Athens. He enjoyed the chance to talk to the Athenians and to humiliate them even further. Bit of a psychopath, isn't he? Yeah. Ha ha, you're going to be eaten by my creature. That's essentially what he's doing. Yeah. That's really harsh. He's dick swinging. Um, would you like to read out what King Minos says? You can do... What Maybe. kind of... Try and, like, you've got a drama degree. Try and bring out the best in this character. <clears throat> so he's a king. He's a king. Very powerful. He's boastful of the fact that he has this minotaur. He's he's got the money to he can build a labyrinth under his palace. I'm getting a powerful, powerful man. Yeah. And I'll do a voice accordingly. <clears throat> Is this all your king has to offer this year? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Is this all your king has to offer this year? He jeered. Such a puny creature's hardly even a snack for the mighty creature within the labyrinth. Anyway, let's get on with you. I am not a hard-hearted man, so I will let you choose which one goes first into the Minotaur's den. Who is it to be? He sounds like an owl. I think he's a very good... That's a powerful man, my dear. Do you know what I'm getting? I did that voice because I'm getting... He's a sadistic psychopath, right? So he's probably one of those, like got the napoleon complex he's a bit you know he's probably a tiny dweeby man who thinks he's he needs to prove himself and you know what i mean and yeah. i'm getting a sense of a man that like he's taunting these young boys and girls he's going to send them into his labyrinth he's going to feed them to the creature he's laughing about it ha 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 which one of you is going to go first i just think that that's a that's a that's a small man that is yeah and i and i did the voice accordingly and he has <laughs> that's an unusually high pitch but actually um because uh I think that actually might work because I, I think he might be a bit sterile downstairs, right? Because uh, he, uh, uh, the Minotaur is actually a, a product of uh, his wife. His wife had sex with a bull. A guy called Daedalus built this uh, balls behind, so uh, like this construction where the bull got on top of on like the, this the, the fake bull had sex with it, but the uh, the queen was underneath. Uh, <clears throat> so so the bull's penis went into her and impregnated her. She was really keen to have sex with a bull, so uh, Daedalus built her like this. Uh, oh, wow. device. Nice backstory. Uh, yeah, literally. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, and that's why uh, Minos locks up Daedalus in Icarus um, in the tower because he's like, mate, wh- wh- why did you build a, like a bull's behind for my wife? Uh, he's like, so the Minotaur is actually a bit of backstory here from you. The, the Minotaur is actually King Minos's stepson. Yes, it is, and that is weird. We'll speak later on of Ariadne, who and the Minotaur is her uh, stepbrother as well. Very interesting. It must be very difficult around Christmas times, I imagine, because I imagine like, uh, like, oh, you know, Ariadne, you gotta be nice to your half okay. bull brother. So now we know that the Minotaur is King Minos's stepson. I'm now getting a, like a Joseph Fritzl vibe that he's just locked his. <laughs> He's just locked his stepson in the in, the, in his labyrinth under his palace. I, I think he has favourites for his uh, children. Like Ariane, you can be in the you can be in the palace. Uh, Minotaur, you just stay. You have your own bedroom. It's fine. Uh, I'm gonna feed you fourteen times a year. That's fourteen times a year, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I think you did him well. Uh, that that voice. So continue. Theseus stepped forward. Um, should I show you a better voice for him? Cause just yeah, you good. do. You do Theseus. You do the powerful Theseus. I will go first. I am Theseus, Prince of the Athens. <laughs> I do not fear what is within the walls of your maze. <laughs> Those are... 
<laughs> I just put on the accent. <laughs> Those are brave words for one so young and so feeble. But the Minotaur will soon have you between its horns. Guards, open the labyrinth and send him in. <laughs> that's, that's a funny... Like, we can just end the podcast there. Yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> Standing behind the king, listen, was his daughter, Ariadne. From the moment she set eyes on Theseus, which was about... Literally at 30 seconds ago. Yeah, he's literally just slipped <laughs> off the boat. Ariadne. Calm down, Ariadne. <laughs> like, she is keen. Like, she must have been on, like, just flicking through tinder. Like, I don't think there's many men on the island, you know. She's, like, run out of tinder quite fast. She's like, oh, a boat just arrived. Yeah. Some well, cocky, brummy guy by the sounds of your accent. Well, uh, I started off brumming, but then when I just did posh for the second bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. What also, Theseus, I didn't mean, is very cocky. Yeah. He's already, he, he ne- he's never even seen the Minotaur. All he knows about the Minotaur is that it will probably kill him and for some reason he's not listened to any of that and just thinks he's going to absolutely boss this he's a bit of a dick isn't he Theseus he is. he's like I get, he's quite teenage he's kind of, he's kind of, he thinks he's a bit he's Jack the Lad you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. Like, anyway let's see what he's uh, what he's like when it comes to the women so Ariadne <laughs> Ariadne uh, fell in love with him as soon as she set eyes on Theseus uh, she decided that uh, she would help the young prince as he entered the labyrinth and the guards walked away she called softly to him Theseus, take this, she whispered. Even if you kill the Minotaur, you'll never find your way out again. She threw him a great ball of string, which, to be honest, I, I, don't, I think that would require quite a lot of context, wouldn't it? Just if, if a girl you didn't know just threw you a ball of string, just like, um, uh, thanks? Theseus, wait! As she yeah. throws a ball of string at you, Th- oh, cheers? How do you know my name? Like, I've only just got off the boat, I've been thrown in. She threw him a great ball of string, and he tied it to one end of the entrance, um... Uh, he smiled at her, turned and began to make his way into the maze. The string played out behind him as he went. Theseus walked carefully through the dark, foul-smelling passages of the labyrinth. I don't think he has a cleaner. Uh, do, where do you shit in a labyrinth if you're a minotaur? Everywhere. But, like... Must be bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all day. <laughs> We're going to record another eight episodes today. <laughs> Um, I imagine if it's, if it's quite dark and you're eating 14 humans a year I imagine like what, what it's you, quite smelly yeah. hopefully he has a TV in there or something like that just kind of I hope so I do feel bad because he's half human like he's yeah. going to have some yeah. some feelings yeah well cows have feelings then just you're, you're just a carnist aren't you sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just delicious I forget that sometimes yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> more like unethical uh, <laughs> that's one that uh, me and Dan are very uh, we have a lot of things in common, but uh, Dan's a meat eater. And uh, Matt's a vegan. <laughs> uh, you know, that, so I think the, the mine, I'm, I'm on the side of the Minotaur here. Th- uh, he's on the side of Theseus. The bit, uh, yeah, like, yeah. And Theseus, has, as this, uh, already established, is a bit of a dick. So you, that means that you're a bit of a dick, Dan. Yeah, and the Minotaur isn't. He eats people, Matt. But he has to. It's like human... Well, it's Minotaur nature, you know. You can't, like... Sorry, yeah, I sorry. distracted you. So right. Theseus has just walked into the labyrinth with a piece of string behind him. A lot of Hansel and Gretel vibes here. I'm assuming it's so he can find his way back out. Yeah, yeah. Like, spoiler alert. But... <laughs> <laughs> he was expecting at any moment to come face to face with a creature. He didn't have long to wait. Turning in the corner, with his hands held out in front of him, feeling his way, he suddenly touched what felt like a huge bony horn. <laughs> is this, first, is this first like... bit of innuendo? It's just like like some kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey thing. So like, he's just like wandering blind in the labyrinth <laughs> with his string hands out stretched, and he's just oh oh I feel something <laughs> a, a, a a hairy bony horn. Imagine if that was his both of their first like sexual experiences. He kind of oh like putting his hand out trying to feel where 
What is that? Oh, it's it's huge. Oh. It's horny. <laughs> that's, maybe that's, you know, maybe this story ends with them, you know, finding out their sexual, like, uh, they, they learn a lot from each other. Let's find out. I was trying to hit on you, Dan. That's Sorry, yeah, I missed those vibes. <laughs> and so every girl I know, um, in an instant, his world turned upside down. Quite literally, he was picked up uh, between a Minotaur's horn and tossed, tossed high up into the air. When he landed on the hard, cold stone floor, he felt the huge animals, the, the animals' huge hooves come down onto his chest. I'm not sure how he would survive that, but... Never mind. Every last breath seemed to be knocked out of him as he struggled to stay alive in the darkness. But Theseus was no ordinary man. He was a son of the king, and he was brave, and he was stubborn. Um, as the Minotaur bellowed in his ear and grabbed him with his hairy arms, Theseus found a strength which he did not know he possessed. If he didn't know he possessed it, why, why was he so cocky? Yeah, like, like <laughs> from the get-go, you know what I mean? He's now suddenly mustered a strength he didn't know he had, and he's now suddenly thinking... Oh, I'm going to need to blag this. Yeah, like, oh, I didn't bring a sword with me. He literally just got a ball of string. <laughs> what are going to do? Like, 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 toss it like a cat kind of thing. Just like, hopefully I'll entertain it. I don't know. Oh, wow. I, I like the idea that he's getting a bit of a taste of his own medicine, though. And he's yeah. like, I've got this. Yeah. Within seconds of being in the labyrinth, he's already nearly dead. Everything's happened really... F- like, he's only got off the boat. Like, he got on the boat, like, like two hours ago. You know what I mean? And he's yeah, he's got all the way to Greece. Yeah. In what is essentially, it must be a speedboat. Yeah. He's got straight well, off. Dan, I'll let you know I'm actually a Aegean boat specialist. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it would take approximately one and a half hours. Uh, <laughs> uh, if they stopped off at a service station, <laughs> like, which is, I don't know, um, Sicily. <laughs> he grabbed the animal's huge horns and kept on twisting the great head from side to side. As the animal grew weak, Theseus gave one almighty tug <laughs> on the head, uh, turning it almost right around. The creature's neck snapped. It gurgled its last breath and fell on the floor with an enormous thud. It was over. He had done it. The Minotaur was dead. I felt quite bad for the Minotaur. Okay, so let me get this. The Minotaur is meant to be indestructible. They talk about how it kills everyone. No one's ever made it out alive. Theseus has been in there, ooh, a minute, and already <laughs> broken its neck. Yeah. Like, With what actually sounded quite easy. He just grabbed its horn and just kind of just twisted. Yeah, and it didn't seem to put that much of a fight, really. No. I mean, I know he did say that he suddenly got strength he never possessed, but it sounds like he was like, <gasps> oh, oh, actually. It's kind of like he kind of accidentally killed it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I bet that's the story he told. He's like, guys, I fucking thought of it, you know. He's at the pub with his mates. Yeah, I, I was in the labyrinth, you know, twisted his neck. like, oh, actually, no. He, he yeah, d- kind of accidentally did uh, it. He actually, he forgot, uh, his dad forgot to feed him for a whole year. He's been starving to death. He's, he's real, that's what he is. <laughs> like, anyway, good on Theseus and yeah. the Minotaur, unfortunately. He's feeling a bit sorry for the yeah, Minotaur um, now. you know, he's a, uh, you know, I think he was a hero of the piece, you know. And he, he didn't do anything wrong. He's just trying to be a, mi- just trying to be a Minotaur. He's trying to live his life, you know. He's trying to live his life but, you know, in he, a dark he, labyrinth. Yeah. That must be a terrible life, I have to admit. Maybe the labyrinth is like, you know, like how we say, oh, he's in the closet. Maybe he's like, oh, he's in the labyrinth. It's like the ancient version of that. Probably not. No. It's actually an allegory about uh, coming out as a. It's like this is this is a story about LGBTQ issues, Dan. You know, it's, it has a lot within it. The Minotaur, he he's struggling to kind of express his feelings, and uh, white cisgendered heteronormative males like Theseus, bloody yeah, he comes in there and kind of kills him for it. That's what I got from it, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, yeah. That's what it says on the next line. <laughs> <laughs> 
All, he, uh, all Theseus had to do was make his way out of the labyrinth, and then he realised the awful truth. In the struggle, he had let go of the string, his lifeline. Theseus felt uh, all over the floor in the pitch darkness and kept thinking he had found it, only to realise he had a long, wiry hair from the Minotaur. <laughs> oh, God, that's grim. One time, here's a fun fact I've never told anyone before. Um, I was once on a German exchange, uh, staying over at a German boy's house uh, in Hamburg, and... His mum was like a priest or something like that, and uh, she kind of made like these kind of soft potatoes, like kind of gooey potatoes. It's a kind of German dish, and uh, this she had kind of long, wiry hair. And I remember that this sticks with me. I remember one day eating the dinner, putting the potato e thing in my mouth, and just pulling out one of the long hairs. It like it was like oh god, it like, went on for ages. I pulled out on my mouth. So I know I, I feel <laughs> thesis. That's grim, isn't it? Like. <laughs> Like, I don't remember anything else about the trip, just from that memory. Uh, <laughs> what was the name of the exchange student? Do you remember the guy's name? Oh, Dom. His name was Dom. Uh, very, very German. Yeah. Well, uh, um, we, 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 I went for three years, and my brother went for three years, and we, um, my three exchange students were Lucas, uh, Dom, and a dickhead. I can't remember. Uh, Some guy you didn't go with. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, uh, it's like Freddie or something like that. Maybe Freddie. A loser. Uh, um, uh, and... My brother had a guy called uh, Mikey. Uh, uh, he definitely had Freddy and uh, a guy called Bert Garber. I, sh- I probably shouldn't say his full name, but <laughs> Bert Garber is the funniest name I've ever heard in my life. Like that is like a sitcom name, right? Bert Garber. <laughs> Bert Garber. I like that name. That's a good name. I mean, for libel reasons, we probably shouldn't say it anymore. But Bert Garber, that is a funny name. Like. I remember uh, uh, my mum <laughs> for lunch one time made like uh, heated up a kind of Heinz soup, like tomato soup, and he's like, "Yeah, that is the tastiest soup I've ever had. Your homemade soup is so delicious." <laughs> and he spoke like that as well. And you were like, "Oh, yeah, thanks, yeah, man." And my mum was, was Heinz, my, my, can. my mum was like, "Yeah, that that, that was all me." <laughs> <laughs> we had some fun. I remember um, there's one year where Luke, my Lucas exchange partner. Where, Came the same year as my brother's Mikey, uh, and uh, we can't they stayed at the same house. And I remember one time we played Sing Star all together, sat in the front room, and we just, uh, and for whatever reasons, um, they just, there's only one song on the karaoke that they knew, which was uh, When the Winds Change uh, by the Scorpions. And they just did that song the whole night. German band. Yeah, yeah. They just the whole thing, the whole night as well. Uh, ah, it's on a German band. <laughs> I don't know how we got onto that, but. We got onto it because. At the point in the story, Theseus has killed the Minotaur by breaking his neck. He's lost a string in the struggle, and all he's got in his hand is yeah, some Minotaur hair. Tell the difference between Minotaur hair and a big bowl like, string. You would hope so, yeah. yeah. Despair set in, and Theseus wondered if this was where his life would end. Down in the dark, all alone, next to the stinking body. Then, his hand brushed a piece of string, and, with a whoop of delight... <laughs> woo! Imagine that! Kill the Minotaur! Woo! Hey! <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> Did it, Dad? How old is he? Because he seems like oh, such a noob. Also, because the, the, the pace with which this story is taking place, I like the idea that it's like, he wondered if where his life would end, down in the deep, dark labyrinth, all alone, next to the stinking body, and, oh, no, there's a string. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, like that kind of panic when you think you've lost the keys or your phone's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, oh no, there they are. Yeah, like yeah. straight away. That's literally yeah. He knew he had found the thread which would lead him back out. As he neared the entrance of the labyrinth, the darkness began to fade and he made out the figure of Ariadne, waiting for his return. You must take me back to Athens with you, she cried. My father will kill me when he finds out what I have helped you do. 
Oh, yeah, but uh, of course you must come with me, said Theseus. It would be cruel to leave you here. Quickly and quietly, they unfold the great black sails of their ship. Hey, rem- remember... Oh, oh, he's he's going back home with black sails. Yeah. and That's then, just lazy, though, because he came with black sails. Yeah. And, and his task was, if you kill the Minotaur, change them to white sails, and then on your return, his father will know. And he's just been lazy... I guess because it's happened so quickly, he's pulled up in black sails, got out, it's been a ten minutes in the labyrinth, he's yeah. killed the Minotaur, jumped back in the... He's now, you know, he's got a girl. Yeah. Oh, I can't be bothered to change these sails, I'll just go know, back. He's vibing Ariadne, and I think, you know, he's kind of thinking with his dick a little bit, and he's been like... Uh, he's kind of forgotten about his dad, you know. As, and, you know, he if you're trying to hit on the ladies, he'll be like, oh, excuse me, I'm just going to change the sails here. Yeah. Do you have a couple of hours? I just need to change the sails, because my... Really, my really pernickety dad. Overbearing dad, you know, and that, maybe that's what they have in common. That's why they hit off because they have a very overbearing yeah. king dad. Do you know what I mean? So Theseus is about to go home with black sails, and his father. Spoiler alert! I'm guessing he's going to think he's failed. I cannot believe how my life. Oh, that's the wrong <laughs> person. That's her dad. Sorry, that's her dad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. With this, that was King. Ma- Sorry. This is this is Ariadne, the girl. I cannot believe how my life has changed. As they sailed across to calm seas towards Athens. To think that I am free of my cruel father and that I will soon be married to a great prince. Oh, she's jumping ahead. Married, said Theseus. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love how they've written this down as well. It's like, oh, yeah, that'll be uh, oh, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but in truth, Theseus did not find her very attractive. Oh, no. <laughs> they've written that down. That's not part, of, that's not canonical, is it? It's just. It, oh, no. Uh, oh, like. To be honest, so she's just jumped on a ship. Yay, thank you so much. I can't wait to be married. And he's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. okay. Oi, oi. I, oh, uh, I, I've come wow. over here. I've killed your monitor. Who, by the way, spoiler alert, it's your brother. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> how, how is this all turn on? How, how does Theseus get all the girls? I can't. I I've, I haven't killed a monitor in my life. Uh, surely it's a turn on, right? And maybe, should I go out to a nightclub tonight and like, twist up a couple of monitors next, eh? ladies? Yes, that's how to get a man. Break someone's neck in the middle of a club. <laughs> a minotaur's neck, oh, obviously. Yeah, there are loads of them around. Especially where you're from in North Yorkshire. Yeah. Which, by the way, I didn't mention earlier in your riveting um, <laughs> story <Fuck off>. of, <laughs> of the German exchange student. Um, I just find it quite funny that you would go to somewhere cosmopolitan like Hamburg and they get to go to North Yorkshire. I remember um, my brother's second guy uh, was a guy called Freddie. And he, uh, he was like... Oh, well, we have a day off today, Freddie. What do you want, want to do? And he goes, I would like to go to London, please. I was like, no, not a fucking hell chance, Freddie. Like, he was like, like yeah, for a day, we'll just go down to London, which is a 300-mile trip. <laughs> yeah, all the way from New York to, you get to London, turn around, come back. Instead, we'll just look at some rocks for all day, which we did. We went to Brimham Rocks. Very nice. <laughs> and a bundle of fun, Dan. This is not sponsored by the North Yorkshire Tourist Board, despite what you may be hearing. <laughs> so back to this... She, Ariadne, is on the boat, black sails, heading towards his dad. And she's like, oh, thanks for killing my minotaur. I can't wait to get married to you. And he's like, oh, God, why have I let this girl on my ship? I don't find her attractive. Is he going to coast her now? He's going to be like, oh, let's find out. So when their ship docked at an island on the way home at the services. (laughs) Yeah, the service station, the island on the way home. They're filling up. (laughs) As an Aegean boat expert, I... uh... So they've stopped off on the way home. Uh, to collect fresh water, Theseus uh, sent Ariadne off to find bread and fruit. They were on a random island, and they were like, oh, Ariadne, you want to fancy... Where you yeah, well, bre- just, while, just while I fill up some of the water, you just um, <laughs> go get some fruit, please, and bread. But bread, though, like... like I think there's a Sainsbury's down the road. You just pick up some bread for us? <laughs> um, 
The moment she had gone, he set sail and left her on the island. Now, this is this is the thing's being. Now, you might think this is a bad way to reward someone who had helped them and had saved them from certain death. Yes. Yeah, definitely. The gods clearly thought the same thing, for they had a further horror in store for him as a punishment for ungrateful treatment of this young girl. That I like that the gods are watching this. They're yeah. like, oh, well done, Theseus. You killed the Minotaur, and then you've just gone and messed it all up. But, you've effed up, and you've... You know, you've been so morally good yeah. to kill this Minotaur, even though we there's no doubt about it. You went about it very <laughs> cockily and yeah. cor- and correctly because you accidentally killed him. We know that the yeah. gods maybe know that, and now he's just left this poor yeah. girl on an island like, on the way home. That's the equivalent of like saying uh, saying you love a girl uh, and taking her back to your house, having sex with her, then never speaking to her ever again. It's like, oh yeah, actually, I'm gonna have to. No, this is much worse. Yeah. This is like asking someone, hey, do you want a lift? Yeah, sure. Driving them ten minutes down the road and then just leaving them. No, because like and then driving off again. It's I think it's it's, it's really it's really horrible actually because like firstly you're left on a, an abandoned island so she's gonna die very soon. Well, uh, clearly there's water, bread and fruit, so it might not be too bad. Yeah, but like she she was already quite like she was quite desperate on on um, like on Crete, so I imagine she's gonna be even worse on this kind of this bread and fruit plane. You know, should we give a name for this island? No. Nice improv. <laughs> yes, and no. Okay, it's, bread, it's got bread and fruit on it. Bread That's one thing we know. We know it's a stop off. Peterborough. Peterborough. <laughs> Peterborough service station. A conversation me and Matt had um, Peterborough a few hours before we started recording. It is this. the best service station. Yeah, Matt it's, reckons it's the best service station in Britain. If you think it's the best service station, you can uh, tweet us like, afterwards. Uh, uh, I want to hear what uh, if you have a, a favourite service station. Let us know. You know. Let us know, and we'll maybe. Discuss it in, the in this mixed <laughs> podcast. It's relevant, okay? <laughs> Maybe we could go to every service station. Like we have a league table, and we do a, a podcast, like, like okay. a, a guest record. So Theseus has left. Sorry, has right. left her on that island on, a, on in Peterborough service station. <laughs> okay, and driven off. That sounds but less God, bad now, doesn't but it? God, but the gods aren't happy. Yeah. In haste to get away, Theseus forgot to change his sails to white. King Aegeus. Did you remember that name? I did. Was waiting on the headland, saw the ship approaching with its black sails lying in the wind. My son has failed and he is dead, he cried, and in despair he flung himself off the cliff into the raging waters below. From that day on, the sea was named in memory of Theseus' father, and to this day, it is known as the Aegean Sea. See? Wow! Not the C. Yeah. Oh, C. Yeah, yeah. Aegean Sea. That's why I say remember it because that's yeah. yeah. So the the Aegean Sea is named so after this story of Theseus's dad. Yeah, because he jumped into the water. That is really sad that he saw the sails. My only problem with the, him seeing the sails and thinking oh, they're black, not white. That means he failed. I'm just going to kill myself, which is quite rash. Yeah. Who does he think sailing the boat? Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's like. Like one of those Google thing, like Google ships, where they just it drives itself back. Or have they? Does he just? Is he just assuming that the? Maybe that he assumes they're bringing his body back. Yeah, it hasn't been very long. He's been like like a few days, probably. I, I think if that twenty four hour period right here. Yeah, it sounded very. I mean, he was only in the labyrinth for about a minute. <laughs> yeah, and he, he like he ditched Ariane so fast as well. Like I've got. Theseus is a massive dick because he, he's killed the Minotaur, he's left uh, Ariadne for dead, and he's accidentally killed his father out of his own necklace. And he forgot to do the one thing that was just change the sails if you succeed. Yeah. Not difficult. And it wasn't like he was preoccupied with the girl because he didn't even like her, so he hasn't even got a particularly bad excuse. I mean, so that was Theseus and the Minotaur. 
I'm glad I've actually listened to that myth properly now. Yeah. And I didn't realise that the his his dad, King Aegeus, was going to be named after the Aegean Sea. That's impressive. Yes, it is. And I hope you enjoyed that myth. So, Matt, you enjoyed uh, you enjoyed the story. I had a really good fun with that. Um, it was for bringing in that story. Can you, can you for the rest of this outro? Can you uh, do the uh, King Minus advice? Yes, of course. <laughs> King Minus be like uh King Minus I hope he returns in other myths we do <laughs> he actually because yeah, um, I mentioned Daedalus and Icarus as well a uh, uh, lot happens on the island of Crete and uh, we, m- maybe we can talk more about the bull story as well because that's that's quite funny maybe at some point we'll bring in the myth of the bull story and what di- what what's not mentioned in this um, this story is that actually King Minus actually gets quite he gets really angry about this and he kills uh, quite a few of his servants Oh, goody! <laughs> God, you sound so psychopathic. Um, no, I did learn a lot from this. What did we learn? We learned... Well, we're going we're gonna to rank this episode, aren't we? We are. Every, um, every episode, we're going to rank the myth out of ten. Um, different categories. We've got life skills, morals... Uh, did we learn anything? We have creativity. Is it a bit of an original one? Is it well written? Is it well documented? And, and then the WTF factor, which is... Uh, wow, that got weird. Because there are some myths which gets... Really strange. Uh, so, out of ten, what do you think for life skills? What have you learned? Now, I think one of the main things to take from that is don't be so cocky. Because yeah. he was very arrogant. But I'm going to kill the Minotaur. I'm going to go over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, to be fair to him, he did do it. But his cockiness also meant that he left a poor girl on a... I think that's moral, though. A, I think that the, the, it's the cockiness and the uh, kind of... I uh, those morals, okay. Don't be... I think life skills, like... Um, I learned to change styles. Like I learned how to like operate stuff. Like I, I learned the speed of a G and boat, for example. Uh, is that is that more life skills? Yeah, I guess they're kind of similar, aren't they? Well, I think morals more the ethical point of it. Yeah. Life skills more like the practicality. Yeah, I think so. Life skills. I did that, the whole Hansel and Gretel string things very. Clever. Yeah, although that's good skills. Yeah, we also learned how to break a monitor's neck. Yes, I learned that. Uh, we also learned how to piss off your dads. Uh, yeah, that's true. Learn, uh, but overall, I wouldn't say there was a huge amount to be to be learned. No, I don't think there was. Um, I don't. I think. I think maybe a four. four I'll give it a four out of ten yeah, for life skills. Now morals, quite high, I think. Uh, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't Listen l- to your dad. Well, well uh, depends which dad. Uh, uh, In terms of Theseus, we'll take we'll accept this from Theseus's point of view. Don't keep a, a half-man, half-ball kept in a labyrinth downstairs. Yeah, morally that's wrong. Yeah, don't do that. That's yeah. cruel. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, Calmest. Don't feed... Morally, don't don't feed seven young... Don't feed young girls yeah. and boys to that's, your creature. I'm glad you mentioned that, Dan, because I think many of our podcast listeners would have been like, oh, I'm about to like just... About to feed my young with their seven young children. Uh, you know, it's uh, handy, you know. Yeah, don't do that. And, and I think the biggest moral here is don't... Don't leave a poor, poor young girl that, that's a that really move, likes you on an island in the middle of I mean, the Mediterranean. Let her down gently, you know. Just you know, yeah. take her out for dinner, saying, "Hey, it's I really enjoy your company, um, and I think you're, I think you're terrific." But I don't think we're going to work together. I, yeah, there's a way to do it. I mean, Matt's had plenty of experience of people doing it to him. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I tell you, I I can't. Uh, I kind of got dumped uh, the other week uh, by a Swiss vegan girl, and 
Shall I explain more on the other podcast because we're running out of time here? Yes. It's a, it's a doozy. It's Morals, a good... though, I'm going to give this a solid like 7 out of 10. I think 7 out of 10. I, actually, I think let's go for 8. 8 out of 10. I liked it. Creativity. It, There's a lot in there, I think. There was a lot in there. There was a lot in there. Time frame and chronology was definitely out. I mean, they were just... He was in the labyrinth. I, I, I don't think that's Thesis's fault. I don't... I think... The original story was a bit... Um, I don't think that's necessarily the fault no. of that. Creativity, I'll give it a 7. I think 7. I quite like it. And, WT- and WTF. Not crazy high, actually. No. There are some odd moments within it, like touching the hair. That's kind of weird. It's uh, kind of weird. Um, just... Uh, the, the girl, you know, she, she was just like... How keen she was. How keen she was. That's like, a bit WTF. Yeah. Like, she she had maybe... She's a bit too too much. So too I much. think a 5. I think a 5. So what's what's the overall score? Oh God! <laughs> hey, good maths here. <laughs> Pressure's on, Dan. Actually, so it's out of a possible forty because there's four categories, each out of ten. It's like straight to come down to, isn't it? It is twenty-four. I got. I did it in my head first. Fuck you, Dan. Shut up. We did it exactly the same time. No, I did it earlier. Oh, Danana! Stop bullying me, or else I'll get the mantle on you. Twenty-four out of forty. That's pretty good. That's a solid... It's more than half. What we're going to do is we're going to create a, a league table of, of um, the myths. We're going to find the best myth out ever, um, yeah. out of them all. Hopefully we'll find that one that teaches us loads of life skills, has crazy amounts of moral dilemmas, is super creative and fun, and also has so many weird WTF moments that it yeah. just makes the whole experience. And I think we... We know of a few. That, there's going to be a few. Yeah, we have some lined up. This was actually an incredibly tame one. But this is a nice myth because everyone knows it or yeah. should have heard of it. I think it's a nice introduction. Uh, but if you have any myths that you want to uh, want us to talk about or us to rank or any that you think are weird that you want us to explore, you can get in contact with us, can't you? You can. Uh, you can tweet us at Myths Podcasts. Yes, obviously not Milfs Podcast. Cause no. that's myths, I-M-F-F-S. Thank you. Uh, and also you can find us on Myths Wait, M-I-F-F-S I just said I-M You do the rest <laughs> <laughs> Miss Podcasts uh, At Miss Podcasts On both Twitter and Facebook You can find us there If you want to contact us uh, With a, an email You can send us at MissPodcast at gmail.com uh, We'd love to hear from you as well Also, if you've really enjoyed this podcast uh, Can you give us five stars on iTunes as well? And because it's brand new We're starting out Why don't you share it with your friends as well? Do you want to say anything else, Dan? Uh, thanks for listening. I've been Dan. I've been Matt Holmes. And this has been Miss Podcast. Until next time, guys. See you soon. Bye. Miss. Miss.